It's our first show of 2020. Already this year, we've been reminded that life is a breath. Capitalism is under attack. And it looks like we're all going to get free stuff from Washington, D.C. Welcome to the Winding Road Home 2020 edition. This is our first show. Yes, it's February the 19th, whoop, and we whoop. are um, we're a little bit late getting uh, started this year, but better late than never. There's a lot to talk about. Lots happened since our last show. Uh, but as always, I'm I'm here with my lovely wife, Yvette. Yvette, how are you doing this this evening? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? No, we always we always laugh when we do that. No, yeah, we're doing great. Things uh, are great. Yes. Yeah, so um, we are excited about uh, what's what's going on, and we just been just reinvigorated, or is, is that what you no, is that what you said? That's a good yeah, word. We're reinvigorated. We we have a um, <clears throat> kind of a new mission, um, and it's just to be a little bit more energetic, a little more alive. And we're going to talk about some really fun stuff this year. We got a lot of guests. I'm lining up guests um, for the show, um, and it's we, we we got a we got a packed year ahead of us. And um, I, I'm excited. I don't know about you guys. Do we you, need the we need, we need an aside? Little... You need something, unless you want me to hoot and holler <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah. you. Well, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. We we would love it if you would subscribe to the podcast, uh, whatever podcast podcast platform that you choose. Uh, you can you can give us a rating. Um, we do like the five star ratings. We don't like the anything less than that. But if you want to go ahead and just uh, give us a five, make us feel good <clears throat> about ourselves, that'd be great. If you want to contact us, you can through Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by replying to any posts, or you can email us at thewindingroadhome at gmail.com. This podcast is simply a response to God tugging on our heart to do something different. And um, this is what we're doing. This is not. This is kind of out of our comfort zone, uh, but we're going to do it anyway. And we're grateful uh, that God would give us the resources to do this and the support system that we have with uh, everybody listening and uh, those around us who um, who are just so supportive. We also always want to thank our service men and women for the freedom that we have in this awesome country that we live in. Uh, that includes all military, police, fire, anybody who serves on behalf of freedom. We, uh, we love you and thank you for uh, what you do for us. So this is our first show of the year. And, and so this is a special year for me, especially because the Kansas City Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. And I've been a Kansas City Chiefs fan for my whole life. It just started uh, I mean, out like this year. Just um, with I mean, a bang. I mean, we got to give the Chiefs and Pat Mahomes and and Coach Reed and and all of the look. I've been a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs since I was eight or nine years old. Um, my, the story is, I, I played for the Pine Hills Chiefs in Orlando when I was a kid. We won the championship. My mom was a team mom. We uh, she wrote them a letter and basically just said, hey. These these guys, these kids, they love the Chiefs. We even had the stickers on the side of our helmets. We look like the real deal. And she said, look, we don't have any money, but, uh, you know, if there's anything you can do to help us, uh, help these kids celebrate the, the championship, that'd be great. 
they send my mom a box of all kinds of stuff, pennants and stickers and hats and this and that and the other. Didn't charge the team a dime. And ever since then, I've been a Kansas City fan. So a lot of people think I'm a bandwagon rider. Nope. They would be wrong. Those who know me know I've been a Kansas City fan my whole life. And yes, Pat Mahomes. Even when they weren't winning, even you were when still they weren't their winning, fan. I'm a loyal, I'm a loyal fan. So we went and watched a game in the frozen tundra. Yes, many in Kansas City, ago, many moons ago, before kids. Yes, we were really young and too stupid to realize how cold it was there. Yeah, I mean, you know, when when you really love something, you go out and you and you, you sacrifice, right? You, you go out and you stand out in the cold. I'll tell you who some pretty loyal fans, the Chicago fans and the, uh -huh. the Green Bay fans and, and all those, you know, where they're they're just freezing their their schnookies off. Schnookies. This is a Christian show, so I need to make sure I keep my and, and that could be used. That schnookies is sort of a it can be used for men and men and women, right? Anybody. Schnookies could be your Anybody fingers. Anybody part. It could be your fingers. It could be whatever could you be want. Your toes. It could be your toes. It could be so, your booty. So it could be that too. <laughs> So um, yeah, so we're 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 so grateful um, that we're we're back at it, and um, um, there's a lot that's been going on um, in the world, um, you know. And we're reminded, like here just recently, um, with Kobe Bryant in his death, um, you, you know, such a young age, he just got done retired. He just got done with basketball. He's retired, doing great things, and uh, it's just a reminder that we just don't know you know, when, when our time is up and, um, all the more reason to get our souls wrapped up, um, with, with, with Christ. I, you know, I, I talk to, I teach high school, Sunday school, and I talk to kids all the time, young men and women, and they just don't, they don't fear death. And I guess that's the way it is. When I was a kid, I don't know that I necessarily thought that I was ever going to die in my twenties. Right. Or my, you know, but, um, the older you get, you tend to think about it a little bit more, you know, I actually thought the other day, me being 50 and of course there, there may be some of you that are older listening to the show than me and saying 50, you're just a kid. Well, yeah, I'm a kid, but that thing that my dad told me about with the, um, you know, hey, uh, you wait, you're going to wake up with pain. You ain't felt nothing yet kind of thing. I'm starting to feel some of that. So I, I, I respect I respect uh, the age thing, definitely. Um, but that said, kids, kids aren't thinking about it. They're just they're just not thinking about it. And, and I don't think I don't think anybody, any of us think it's going to happen to us. Until, I think most people think about it until they start to get older, really, unless they've had health issues or problems growing up as they were younger I don't I don't think I thought about it. though when I was 13 I, I always thought I was going to make it because 13 was an unlucky number but I don't think that was really fear of death that was just being superstitious <laughs> yeah well I mean super are you superstitious no but I think I was when I was a kid I didn't want a black cat cross the road yeah. <laughs> no. we were just um, we were just Not talking about that, that way whether something is a coincidence or it's the sovereignty of God. I don't believe in coincidences. Mm -mm. I, I don't think that they, you know, you're just, you are where you are. God got, you know, you're in, you put yourself in a situation. God put the right person, the right place, at the right time. That's just the way it all works out. And, um, you know, I once met a, uh, a pastor who, who, uh, didn't have the urgency to the gospel that, that I do. And the reason why I have an urgency um, when it comes to evangelism, which is preaching the gospel to people, telling people about, about Christ, is because we don't know. 
Like, I don't know if tonight's my night, right? I, nobody knows. So why not shore that up? Why not even think about that when you're thinking about your friends? Um, you know, do, do, do we have a heart of Christ? And I'm not saying if you don't share the gospel regularly, you're not a Christian. I'm not saying that. But if Christ lives in you, the fire to tell someone about Jesus should be there. There should be something inside burning inside of you to share with somebody else, um, whether you know them or not. And it is harder to share the gospel with people that you know, especially family members. You, you know, I mean, family may be even easier, but if you've got a good friend and you don't want to feel like you're going to lose your friendship because you just have this newfound faith in, in God, uh, I totally, totally get it. But, you know, it's worth it's worth telling your friend because what would happen if your friend went up in a, into a helicopter and you and and it crashed and you did and you didn't do it you didn't you didn't share right so uh, it was nice to see the video I did I did see a video of Kobe um, talking uh, to Stephen A Smith in an inter interview on ESPN about his his issue that he had with uh, harassment I guess he had you know, had been accused of um, you know, harassing or, or uh, some sort of sexual misconduct with, with, a, with a girl. And um, that was all sort of water under the bridge for him. And he just, he just said, you know, look, you know, God, Christ carried that cross for me. And when, you, when he carries that cross for you, you, you'll know what I'm talking about. So, you know, it's, it's my prayer that, he, that he's in heaven. Um, and, um, you know, nobody knows that except God. But, you know, I, I, I don't. I'm just going to pray for that, you know, and then, and then you've got things like <clears throat> Ryan Newman, who this, this weekend was in a horrific crash in the Daytona 500. And, um, I, look, I, when I saw the wreck and you saw it too, mm -hmm. I mean, I, there, there's, I, I thought there's no way you bring out the black screens. We're thinking no this way, is bad. No way this he made that. No way he made this right. They, 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 they cut the celebration short. Denny Hamlin wins the race. They cut they cut the celebration short, and you just know it just had that that Earnhardt feeling, and um, and then I I I'd gotten some word from some friends, some people that I know that he was he actually made it through, and I was kind of you know kind of feeling good about you know okay well answer prayers, and today I saw a picture of him walking out of the hospital with his two girls, literally walking out. Like here we are thinking that he was he was a goner, and. <clears throat> That's just a miracle of God, right? And God's sovereignty, um, you know, maybe there is something going on in Ryan's life that he needed to be reminded of, right? And then that also serves as a reminder to us how short life is. I mean, here's a guy coming around turn four. He's in the league getting ready to win the Daytona 500. And within seconds, he's about as close to being face-to-face -face with God as you can very well imagine. I mean, if the car was turned a different way, the fuel that was spilling out of his car would have poured into into where he was at and probably caught on fire and, and, and killed him because there was so much fuel coming out of the car. But the way he was positioned and the where, where the where the fuel was coming out, it was actually pouring out and draining going away from him. It went with the video that I saw. Mm -hmm. So it looked like things happened for a reason there. And the fact that he walked out of there, um, I, I just I just hope that you know he uses that. For God's glory, I know he's a good guy, and um, I don't know anything about where he is with his faith. I don't know if he's a Christian or 
And if he's not, maybe this is what he needed. And, and if he is, like you said, he's going to use this to maybe step it up a notch and use it for the well, glory of God. And, 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 so we, and so you say step it up a notch. I mean, you know, we have to be careful with that too, right? Because we don't want to be... See, being a Christian is not, not a legalistic thing. It, you know, we don't, we, we don't earn our way. So stepping it up a notch, um, and I, I know where you're going, mm-hmm. but I don't want anybody that's listening to be confused, that we don't have to perform to, to be granted favor with God. That's called legalism, and that, that's, uh, that's a very burdensome way to live on this side of eternity. Can you be a Christian and be caught up in legalism? Absolutely. Uh, legalism is man, man's way of you know, earning favor with God through good deeds and, oh, I read my Bible and I do this and I do that. Look how good I am, God. And there is no one good but God, right? So the second we start pointing our finger at ourselves in a prideful way and saying, look at me, or, or we feel like we have to earn it, then, then we kind of lose the gift aspect of, of salvation. And even though the gift is free to us, um, it did obviously cost Christ his his um, his life on the cross. He ultimately resurrected because he's God and he he can do that. But there's a cost to us too. We have to die to ourselves. So freedom isn't free, right? And we talk about freedom in Christ, but you've and you've heard the saying, freedom isn't free, right? We're free in America because people died. Um, years and years ago and continue to die in, in, in the fight for freedom. Well, Christ fought our fight for freedom from sin on that cross. It's over with. This is not, this is not like Afghanistan or other type of war where we have to keep on battling uh, the, 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 the war itself in sin. Now, there's, there's a flesh battle that we, ha- that we as Christians have um, on this side of eternity, and it's the Spirit of God. Um, and then there's the world, and there's always, as long as we're on this side of eternity, we're always going to battle that. You know, we all do. But back to your point about when I said him stepping it up is not step it up, you have to go do something. Just step it up is that maybe, you know, he wasn't in a good place with his his faith, or maybe he wasn't a good place when his, with his with his faith, but maybe didn't go out and share as much as he he probably would like to, or maybe this would this would in, it encourage him to go out there and share because so many of us have that fear. I think that's what so many people have is that that fear, like you said, of of talking to somebody, of losing a friend, of you know someone challenging you and then telling you you're wrong, and then you feel like you don't know if you're going to have the have the right thing to say. Um, so. You know, with with Ryan, I don't know where he where he is, um, but I know that God has a purpose for every for every person. Um, there's a reason for everything that happens. I know He has worked miracles um, in our life, and He just worked a miracle in Ryan Newman's life, and He's given been given an amazing gift right now, and we'll see what what happens with him. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to hear how he's feeling and, you know, we, no one's heard from him yet. So yeah. I'd be um, curious. And, I, and I'm sure, and I'm sure we will. He, he, I know he like just days prior to the, um, uh, the, the, the Daytona 500, he, there was an announcement that he, I guess he is and his wife separated. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe this brings them back together. I don't know, but I just, uh, I'm thankful that he's, he's okay. And it's just another reminder that, you know, we are skating on thin ice. Every day we just skate on thin ice. So, um, 
When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about gifts and the attack on capitalism as well. We'll be right back. All right, so um, capitalism, you know, it's, it's, it, it is what's made this country um, economically what it is, right? Capitalism mm -hmm. is, if I had to sum up capitalism, it basically is this, get your butt out of bed and go make something happen for yourself and you'll be successful, right? I mean, go work hard. I don't know if that's the Merriam-Webster's. It's not. It's not. <laughs> but, but if you wanted to, if you wanted, and I like it, where you're going with yeah, that. If you wanted a life applicable version of it, like it's it. like it's good. you want to be able to apply capitalism to your life. It means mm -hmm. get your bleep up. You know, pick yourself up from your bootstraps. As oh wait, the, we can't do that. Can we? Would say because you <laughs> literally can't do that. <laughs> you literally are not allowed to do that because apparently that's not a thing. But. Um, but I can grab you by the bootstrap and pull you. See, I can mm, do that. Yeah, uh -huh. you can do that. But then you need someone's help, which means you need someone to intervene, like the government, to help oh, you. Goodness. Oh, goodness. Oh, I have totally that. gone off on a tangent there. Yeah, so. Forget I ever so said it. capitalism is one of those things where you can, um, you know, you're everyone's a part of it. If you're in America, you are a part of the capitalistic system, and you are free and, um, like, you know, if you're working for somebody, you're working for the man, you know, you could be mad at the man, right? But mm -hmm. the man is the one who put the risk up. He's the one that had the money that he saved, maybe that he, um, you know, put down on a piece of equipment that ended up growing into a company, which now employs you. And you, and you can't be mad at the man because you're and you can for use the man. that money to go buy your iPhone and your TV and all your other stuff that you want. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it, 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 the capitalism works. We, America is proof that it works, right? Is it is it fair? Yes. Does it seem unfair to others that don't have an advantage? Um, you know, coming out of the gate, maybe those who are um, not not maybe not as well off, um, probably. But you could argue that people who aren't well off uh, early in their life. Um, they have a more of a had to, right? And we recently had a discussion with our son about, you know, people that have to do something and people that don't necessarily have to do something. And when you're young and or you're in a family where there's not a lot of resources and um, maybe some bad financial decisions, if a if a youngster is coming out of a home that's not financially sound or spiritually sound, and they want to get themselves out of that pattern. They have to do something drastic. They have to change the way that they think, the way that they they live, the way that they they carry themselves. Everything about themselves has to be different. Otherwise, you're going to grow up being just like mom and dad, right? And um, and so, just because you come from, if someone comes from a family that has, doesn't mean you're going to be successful if you don't have a decent work ethic. And yeah, and sometimes, yeah, sometimes uh, it's, it's those that have that end up not doing as well because they're, they're not, they're not used to the hard work. Would you so, say that work ethic is directly tied to uh, the success of capitalism? I don't know if that's the right way to ask that question. Work ethic tied to the success of, uh, like, I mean, it, like in a capitalist society, 
capitalistic society, say that 10 times fast. What's important is the work ethic of people, like the people that, that start the business. And all that. It is their work, work ethic. It's what they do. Now, granted, there are going to be people that are unethical, that are successful. That's just... Well, but there are, there are also outside factors as well. I think you can, you can work super hard, but not smart, make bad mm -hmm. decisions. And yeah, still, and your business could still fail, right? I mean, most businesses exactly. fail right. in their first few years. If you make it beyond a few years, you're probably going to make it for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. um, so, really, it's 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 once again, I think it's God's sovereignty. It's you know where you where you spend your money, how you spend your money, um, how hard you work, and and I, you know, I I this this is what I do know: hard work is undefeated. Okay. You're going to succeed to some extent more than most if you work hard, right? And that's just that's just a it's undefeated, and, and nobody it, nobody can argue with that. Well, wouldn't you say that America is one of the few places where you can come from nothing and have very little or nothing, and you can become uh, I use I'm using air quotes because you can't see that successful you know, in the world's terms, in financially uh, whatnot, because because of capitalism, the way our country is set up, it, that you can have those opportunities to where there's no guarantee for anybody, but there are a lot of countries out there that if you're born into something, in, into, I guess, I guess some places still have caste systems and just different classes that you cannot move up. Like, yeah. like this is one of those the few countries that, that you that you have that freedom to do that, and you and you can change your life. You're not born into something and don't have to stay there. You're not you're not stuck with that the rest of your life. It's your choices that either take you to a higher level or could take you to a lower level, depending on what your choices are too. Yeah, I mean, basically, uh, you know, to sum it up, America. Why are why are more people rushing and wanting to come across our borders than any other country in the world? It's because America rocks. Okay. America rocks. Our servicemen and women rock. Right now, and, and look, I had a friend of mine get on me the other day about President Trump and saying that I'm, I'm a, you know, he's my idol right now. Or like a, look, I don't, I, I, those of you that really know me, okay, I, and I don't go on a rant about Trump and how great he is. You know, he, this, this particular friend of mine was telling me that, uh, you know, he's such a bad moral person. He's just morally, he's just corrupt. And, and, and you know, how could we be proud of this president? Look, I didn't. I voted for Trump, but I didn't. I, I didn't uh, vote for him because he was, you know, because he was a holy roller, because he was, you know, a, a God fearing man. I, I voted for him because a, the choices, the other choices I had were filthy rotten, uh, you know, worse. I mean, it was going to be a worse situation for America, and I knew this guy could could maybe shake things up a little bit. So, and I think regardless of the, you know, maybe moral judgments and things that he has. Um, he loves this country. I mean, I don't think you can argue that he does love America and he has done a lot of good. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's look, made look. mistakes. I think, I think he has tried, tried his best to do what he can, um, knowing that he is a very, a fault. He is a faulted person, just like we all are. Yeah. Um, but the thing that's funny about him, which on one hand I really admire is that 
he's kind of the first to come out and say, hey, this is me, yeah. <laughs> like me or not, you know? Yeah, he's, there's he's, something he's kind not, of refreshing about that. Yeah, there's sometimes you go, really? Did you have to say that? Oh, yeah. Really? And, but, but in the end, he's shaking things up. And, and I like that because these, these career politicians, I mean, the, the ones that are telling us that we're, they're going to forgive all this, all this school debt. Now, I... You what know, about ours? Can we get ours? Can well, we get our money back? Well, ours is paid for, and, and Elizabeth Warren so, said that if you've already paid for yours, then you're out of luck, right? <sighs> so we always miss the boat on those type of yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, a good friend of mine um, who I may uh, may have on the show one day soon, uh, Danny McCall. He is um, he's a good friend of mine, and you guys got to meet him. But um, he 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 posted this on his Facebook. It was a post from a 26 year old college student named Alyssa Algren, and. Um, She's in grad school for MBA, and, and um, this is what she said. She said, my generation is blind to the prosperity around us. I'm sitting in a small coffee shop near Nokomis, Florida. It's a town in Florida, I guess. Uh, she's, and I'm trying to think about what to write. I, I scroll through my news feed on my phone, looking at the latest headlines of presidential candidates calling for policies to fix the so-called injustice injustices of capitalism. I put my phone down and continue to look around. I see people talking freely, working on their MacBooks, ordering food and, and or ordering food that they get in an instant, seeing cars go by outside. It dawned on me, we live in the most privileged time in the most prosperous nation we've become and we've become completely blind to it. Vehicles, food, technology, freedom to associate with with and whom we choose. These things are so ingrained in our American way of life, we don't even give them a second thought. Well, we're, we're so well off here in the United States that our poverty line begins 31 times above global average. That's 31 times. Now, I, I would agree. I probably would tend to agree. I don't know. That's not a fact that I know of, but I know that the poorest people in America are far richer than... than we just talked to a couple at... at a nail salon that came from Vietnam yeah. who had dirt floors, whose sure. siblings no, didn't yeah. survive because they couldn't, they couldn't be taken care of or fed and their families never even learned their own language, how to even write their own language. I mean, well, so she continues. Let me just, let me just continue. This is good stuff. So virtually no one in the United States is considered poor by global standards, yet in a time where we can order a product off Amazon with one click and have it at our doorstep the next day, we are unappreciative, unsatisfied, and un how are we so ungrateful? In our, our unappreciation is evident as the popularity of socialist policies among my generation continues to grow. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez recently said to Newsweek talking about the millennial generation, quote, an entire generation, which is now becoming one of the largest electorates in America, came of age and never saw American prosperity. Never saw American prosperity? Let's let that sink in. When I first read that statement, I thought to myself, that's quite a literal, that's quite literal, literally the most entitled and factually illiterate thing I've ever heard in my 26 years on this earth. Many young people agree with her, which is entirely misguided. My generation is being indoctrinated by mainstream narrative to actually believe that we have never seen prosperity. I know this firsthand. I went to college. Let's just say I didn't have the popular opinion, but I digress. Why then, with all of the overwhelming evidence around us, evidence that I can see sitting in a coffee shop, do we have this view of prosperity? We have, we have people who are dying to get into our country, like I just said. Mm -hmm. People around the world 
destitute and truly impoverished, yet we have young generation convinced they've never seen prosperity, and as a result, we elect some politicians who are dead set on taking steps towards abolishing capitalism. Why? The answer is, the answer is this. My generation has only seen prosperity. We have no contrast. We didn't live in the Great Depression or live through two world wars, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, or didn't see the rise and fall of socialism and communism. We don't know what it's like to live without the internet, without cars, without smartphones. We don't have a lack of prosperity problem. We have an entitlement problem, an ungratefulness problem, and it's spreading like a plague. Amen, sister. Yeah, that is this, well written. Yeah, this comes from a 26-year-old grad student. Um, I, I have a friend that just that is paying off bills now, and and I asked him, um, you know, if his school his school debt, uh, and I asked him if after he just let's just say you paid your your final payment of your of your college and you owed thousands, say forty fifty thousand dollars in college debt, and Elizabeth Warren came in and paid everybody's off the day after you paid yours off, would you be upset? And he said no. And mm -hmm. I just I find that hard like, to believe. I, I think if he really, that. really thought about it, I don't know about you, I would be, mm, mm, I can yeah. think of a couple well, words. And, and I would not be here's, happy. Here's the thing about this, though. It's not free. I mean, nothing is free. When dad says there ain't no such thing as a free lunch, mm -hmm. he meant it because it ain't free. Well, and that guy's taxes are going to go up to be able to help cover the cost of paying off all these other Somebody's people's debts. Somebody's paying for it. So he was going to pay off his debts, plus he's going to use some of his money to pay off somebody Absolutely. else's debt. Isn't that great? Well, someone's paying for it. You know what? And we have forgiveness in Christ. And guess what? Like I mentioned earlier, freedom ain't free either. Christ paid the price on the cross, right? We're going to pay for someone else's schooling, right? Everyone's going to pay through higher taxes. If, we all get, if we're all getting free education, guess what? We're paying for it. We're just paying for it in a different way. But when it comes to our salvation, folks, and let's get down, let's get serious here. Let's get down and dirty. I mean, when it comes to our salvation, it's free, but it costs Christ. And it's free, but it's going to cost you in, in, in the way that you, you've, you pretty much have to die to yourself. You've got to realize, look in that mirror and say, hey, you know, I'm not as good as I thought I was. I'm, not, I'm, I'm tired of trying to earn it. I'm not good enough. Christ was good enough for me, and the work that he did on the cross is sufficient to save me. And 1 John um, chapter 1, and verse 9 says, If we confess our sins to him, he is faithful, faithful and, and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all wickedness. Moving on to 10, uh, verse 10, If we claim we have not sinned, we're calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. Let's not do that, folks. Let's realize that we're all sinners. All of us, and uh, we need Christ. And the only way to, to, to gain that free gift is to realize that, that it wasn't free. Christ paid for it on the cross, and that's the beautiful thing about it. Um, he loved us enough to, to stretch his hand out and, and look at that nail and say, go ahead, do it. Do it. But what about about, he is the ultimate parent. What parent wouldn't wouldn't give for their child? Talk about he gave for all of his children. Yeah, how no, amazing I mean, is it, that? It is, it is incredible. Uh, I mean, and and so guys, today I want you to just just walk away with this. In our first show of 2020, just be reminded that life is a breath. 
Eternal salvation is free, but it was paid for because there ain't nothing free. And it's just amazing what, what God did on the cross. Um, look, we're still we're going to keep praying for uh, Ryan Newman and uh, his recovery. Looks like he's recovering well. What a miracle. Um, and uh, those of you who um, who like our show, share our share our show with your friends. Um, you know, shoot the link over to, you know, Facebook or however you want to do it. But, uh, the more listeners we have, the more the word gets out, um, the more we appreciate, um, what God continues to do through our show. Um, uh, we're excited about 2020 and, uh, looking forward to, um, and send suggestions. Things. Yeah. If people yeah. have ideas of things they'd like us to talk about or things they want to want to hear us discuss. Absolutely. <laughs> Good, bad, or ugly. We, we can do that. Remember, hard work works. It's it's undefeated, folks. Effort and hard work is undefeated. Go out and get them. Love you guys. Bye.